Acts 16, verse number 4. And as they went through the cities, they delivered them the decrees for to keep that were ordained of the apostles and elders which were at Jerusalem. And so were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. Now when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, after they were come to Mysia, they essayed to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. Let's pray. God, I pray that you would just, in the moments that we have, I pray that you would just give us what we need. Dear God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you are all-knowing, you're all-powerful. And God, we do thank you that you brought us here for such a time as this. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. You've got us right here where you want us. God, I pray that you'd be with our pastor tonight as he preaches. Bless him and use him for your honor and glory. And God, again, I thank you for your goodness to to speak to his heart, to allow us to get back up again and just share what you're doing in Ukraine. God, I pray for these next few moments we would be still. And God, you are working. You're working in the world. You're working in America. Help us, dear Heavenly Father, as only you can. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Finding our Macedonia. Finding our Macedonia. This portion of Scripture is familiar to many of you, but there's some simple truths that we see in this that I need to apply to my life, that that we need to apply to our lives. And the Word of God is amazing. You can study it and study it and study it, and then you're reading a portion of Scripture, and all of a sudden you see someone, and it's like, I've never seen that before. It's never stood out to me before like that. That's God's timing, and that's the Holy Spirit of God. And the Bible tells us here in regards to the Apostle Paul, who is one of my heroes, uh, I, I love seeing how God used him and what was done through him by God. And in verses number 4 and 5, God is showing us that he is busy doing something. The reason I say that is because, look if you will, verse number 4, and as they went through the cities, the Bible says, and then at the end of verse number 5, increased in number daily. Daily they were serving God. They were going and traveling through the cities. Paul is serving God, and Paul is working and doing something for God. And if we are going to understand our Macedonia as we get to it, we must be busy for God. I remember a young man that was in Bible college, and I say young man, he had several children at the time he was there. He was a married student. And and I heard the pastor say one time, if you need something done, go see him because he will get it done. And that man was busy with everything, busy with college, busy with family, busy with work. But if you needed something done, go to that busy man and he will get it done. He will find a way. He will find time to do this. And folks, we must be busy for the Lord if we are going to understand where our Macedonia is. If we are not being busy about the things of God and be busy studying the Word, busy in the house of God, busy in fellowship with others, we're not going to recognize our Macedonia. If we're living for ourselves, we won't recognize our Macedonia because our eyes are upon ourselves. Folks, we can be busy about many things, but we must be busy 
for Him. Doing things that matter for eternity. We heard the special tonight about how Jesus is coming soon. He could take us away. And so we want to be busy. And I see that about the life of Paul. When he got saved, when God called him, he was busy for God. He was very busy for God. Look, if you will, though, at verse number 6. And this is so important. Now, when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. Verse 7, After they were come to Mysia, they essayed to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. We see twice in verses 6 and 7 that the Holy Ghost forbid them not to go somewhere. Now, let's look at that just for a second. Look at the end, if you will, of verse number 6, and it says, "...to preach the word in Asia." And we would say, and I would say, that the Word of God proclaims us to preach the gospel everywhere. But the Holy Spirit of God was telling Paul, not there. See, the Holy Spirit of God was in charge of where Paul was going and what he was doing. And clearly in the Scriptures we see at the end of verse 7, "...but the Spirit suffered them not." The Apostle Paul speaks to us about these things, about being guided by the Spirit of God. He says, let us who live in the Spirit walk in the Spirit. That's Galatians 5.25 in a nutshell. And so we see that as Paul was busy for God, the Holy Spirit was in charge of guiding his life. We can get ourselves in trouble if we start saying, I can go anywhere and God will bless that. I can do anything and God will bless that. It's a good thing to do. We see in the Word of God very clearly that men and women were guided by the Holy Spirit of God in their life. And we must walk in Him to hear His voice to us so that we will react and act the way that God wants us to do. And when I am consumed with myself and the things of my own life, I don't hear his voice because I'm not listening. I'm listening to myself, listening to my own agenda, my own voice. But this was a man that was God's man. And if we are going to find our Macedonia, we must allow God to guide us. We must allow the Holy Spirit to lead us in our lives so that He can take us to those He wants us to go to, so that He can use us in the way that He wants us to be used. The wonderful thing we see about the Apostle Paul is he recognized the Holy Spirit's voice in his life. He had walked with God in such a way He had walked with God in such a way that he could recognize when God says no and when God says yes, and he responded to that. We we hear God's voice when we're living for him. We're busy for him. We're doing what he wants us to be doing. Listen, if if I've got him tuned out, and I'm just, I'm going to ride this thing out to the return of Christ. And I'm just, there's things I want to do and I've got to do. 
We will not hear the voice of God. And if we don't hear the voice of God in our lives, we will miss some things that He has for us. We will make bad decisions. We'll go our own way. God used the Apostle Paul because he was busy about his business and he allowed God to direct and guide his life through the Holy Spirit. And he obeyed. The Bible tells us that he obeyed in verses 8 to 10. And they passing by Mysia came down to Troas. In other words, picture this. You would say, this is not possible. I mean, God would have blessed them going into Asia. Asia needs the gospel also. Well, yes, everyone needs the gospel. But Paul was not in tune with those things. He was in tune to God himself. He was in tune to the Holy Spirit's leading in his life. He wanted God to guide him. Listen, folks, God can guide us so much better than we can guide ourselves. God can guide our lives so much better than we can guide our lives. And we won't do anything for God if we're guiding our own lives. We won't. We can't. And Paul is the example of, I mean, listen... Paul could have put on quite an argument, right? Hey, those people in Asia, they need Christ also. What was priority for him? What had preeminence for him? It was God's will. It was what God wanted. What does God want? What does God want? I need to know what God wants. What does God want for me? God had obeyed, or uh, Paul had obeyed God. Look, if you will, with me at verse number 9. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And listen, because Paul was willing to obey God and not go, not go where he had planned on going, and surely even though there was a need there, his life was guided by God. And God shows him a vision now. And there's a man of Macedonia that's praying and saying, Come help us. Look, if you will, at verse number 10. I love this. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering. In other words, he's convinced. He's convicted that this is what God would have him to do. God gives us all of Macedonia. God has a plan for our lives. God has a place He wants us to go. Whether it's the neighbor down the road or whether it is going afar to some other country, let God lead in that. Let God guide in that. And when He does, have the confidence of seeing God has done this and God has put me here for this time and God wants me to be used in this way. And He had conviction now. He knew where God wanted him to go. And he goes. He goes. He's confident. And listen, folks, we've got to have confidence in what God wants us to do. We have to have confidence in these things. Where he wants us to be. What church he wants us to be at. What job he wants us to have. Do these things matter to God? Yes, they do. 
And when he understood, this is what God wants. This is what God wants me to do. I'm convinced of this. And he's leading in my life. And he's guiding my life. He had the confidence to go. He had the conviction even to go. And Paul was so, so in tune with Christ. So in tune with God. That he let God lead his life. He let God lead his life. And God did lead his life. Look, if you will, at verse number 10. And after he had seen the vision immediately, I love that, immediately, immediate obedience. Delayed obedience is disobedience. Delayed obedience is disobedience. This is such a powerful portion of Scripture here. You see, men of God, a man of God that's serving God, serving God, following God, listening to the Holy Spirit guide his life, and immediately obeying when God told him not to do something or God told him to do something. He's convinced that God's sending him to Macedonia. And he abandons where he is. And the Bible, if you look at a map, you see that he starts heading away from Asia and he's going to Macedonia because God is in charge and God is in control. Look at the priority of what he would do. And I love this. So important. Let's read verse 10. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, surely gathering that the Lord had called us. The Lord had called us. To do what? To go live in Macedonia and just make friends or just to live in his Macedonia and just wait things out or see how the chips fall. or No, there was a priority there. That he was going to Macedonia to do one thing. Preach the gospel unto them. Let us not be naive in thinking that just because there was a call to Macedonia, everyone in Macedonia was going to want the gospel. God was sending them because... One had called. There was someone. God knew what he was doing. And when God works in our life, and when God leads in our lives, and when God shows us our Macedonia, what we are to do, where we are to be, God knows the plan. He knows what he's doing. The focus of Paul was getting the gospel out. That's why he was being sent there. God has put us in a Macedonia here, if you will, so to speak. God has been so good to let us go to the soldiers of Ukraine.
But folks, we get so used to not giving the gospel. So used to not doing this. I'm so thankful to hear our pastor say, I heard Brother Blankenship say last Wednesday night, listen, we're living in crazy times, difficult times in America. And quite honestly, it's easy to just be reviled by a lot of what we're seeing take place in America. But they do need Christ. Lost people still need the gospel. Listen, we can be, we can be the greatest worker here, there, everywhere, greatest teacher, greatest bank teller. We can be this greatest accountant. But God's put us in our Macedonia so that we give the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's why we're here. Because it's the power of God unto salvation. I was sitting with Vlad, our interpreter, a few months back. You know, and we, we ourselves are just amazed that God just keeps us going over there. I said to Brother Vlad, I said, Vlad, the reason is, and, and God, God can change that. We are not in charge of, of what he does and how he does it. But I just know this, the priority is the gospel. We must give the gospel to these soldiers. And if we will continue to keep that the right priority with the right heart, the right motives, we understand that they need this. It's what matters most. Then God will bless that. And God will use us in our Macedonia. Look, if you will, with me, and we're, we're at the end. The Bible tells us that he immediately went to Macedonia, assuredly gathering, knowing, knowing confidence in his life that God wanted him to be used there. That God wants us to be used here. Give the gospel. God had called them to do this. Let's just read verses 11 to 13. Therefore, loosing from Troas, again in Asia, leaving Asia, he's obeying God. He's obeying what the Holy Spirit of God is leading him to do. He's walking in God, walking in the Holy Spirit of God. Therefore, loosing from Troas, we came with a straight course. I love that. With a straight course to Samothracia and the next day to Neapolis. And from thence to Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Makedo, I'm sorry, Macedonia, and a colony. And we were in that city abiding certain days, verse 13. And on the Sabbath, we went out of the city by riverside where prayer was wont to be made. And we sat down, look at this, and spake unto the woman, the women which resorted thither. The last point is this. That if we will listen to the Spirit of God, we will follow God in our lives. We will go with the priority of giving the gospel. God 
will work. Are we seeing God work in our lives? Are we seeing God use us? I mean, we, we, we need to consider that. That's important. Very important. Is God using me? Am I seeing things happen in my life that only God could do? That I can't take credit for? That you know it's Him and everybody around who just, you stand in awe of God and what God can do if we'll just listen to Him, we'll follow Him, we'll make His priority our priority in our lives. Let Him lead us. God will work. And God's working. It's what we're seeing here in verses uh, 11 to 13 that God's busy. God's busy doing something. Is God busy doing something in your life? Is He busy doing something? Or are we just, you know what? It's been a while. I'm caught up in this and that and just trying to maintain. Just trying to hang in there. But God has more for us. God wants to use us. He wants to guide our lives. He wants to do things that only He can do. When we see God work and you see Him do something in your life, you know it's something that only He can do, then we must stop. And say, what in the world did I do? Right. So that God is doing what only He can do, and I get to partake in that. I get to see Him do amazing things. I get to see Him save those that hear the gospel. I get to see Him work in their lives. God has called us to be busy in Cleveland, Brooklyn, Parma, have a parade coming up. What an opportunity. What an opportunity to give the gospel. Giving of the gospel means neglecting ourselves. Because we will not give the gospel to others unless we are willing to say no to our flesh. Because the flesh fights. Paul was a man that was led by the Spirit of God. And he followed God. And God used him. God used him to see many saved. That's what we want. You know, Christ could return. We would say, yes, come, Lord, quickly. 
It's time. We're ready. But if he's not coming, then he's not ready for us to go just yet. So God help me. To make sure I'm not busy about me. In these last days, about building mine and buying for mine and losing the balance that God wants me to have in my life because the priority is this. He is the priority. And glorifying Him and living for Him and saying no to ourselves and no to my flesh so that I can say yes to God and do it again. Use me again somehow, some way. 